Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. These discussions come from his radio show on SOSradio.net. It's a Christian radio station you can plug in with for music or conversation. It's just what God has done in my heart, what God has done in me, who I was, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago to who I am now through this journey about how God has changed my heart. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Talking about breaking past racial barriers in our culture in a new way with Miles McPherson on SWS Radio. Miles, you played football with the San Diego Chargers, but in 2000, you felt led to start a church, and you're part of the Rock Church in San Diego now. Yeah, we started in the year 2000. God has blessed us. We now have five campuses and 20,000 people every week. But the most important thing about that number is that it's as diverse as the United Nations. And when (laughs) most churches are segregated in our country, so racially divided, every Sunday I see the United Nations Skittles Church get along and serve the community together. It's a great thing to see. Where have you seen some of the biggest breakdowns for all the racial barriers in California over the last 18 years? Well, you know, throughout the country, I've just seen more division develop and being stirred up. You know, we live in a us versus them culture, and that's been stirring up throughout the country more and more, and it's no different here in San Diego. And that's why I wrote this book called The Third Option, because in every race conversation, it's about us versus them. And the third option is that we honor what we have in common. So the book, The Third Option, is about how can we honor, you know, our similarities, how we're all basically genetically 99.5% exactly the same, identically, identical genetically. We all want to you know, have relationships and pursue our dreams and goals, yet we always focus on our differences. So this book talks about and equips people and gives people solutions and tools on how to be more honoring towards people who are different. Yeah, so where do we start with honor? Because a lot of times there's the respect, there's the acknowledgement of where I am, what I've been through, all the garbage that I've had to deal with. And I make that personal and I generally put that front and center if I don't look at all the other blind spots. But then there's other people that are doing the same thing and there's a disconnect. Yeah, I think the main thing is to start with me. I have to start with me and my heart. I think one of the problems with the us versus them culture and the dishonoring culture that we're seeing develop is that we're always pointing the fingers at somebody else. And as soon as we do that, we lose sight of how we can improve in honoring and acknowledging the humanity of other people. I think one of the biggest, biggest ahas in writing this book is that if you ask people if they're racist, they'll say no. A few will say yes, but most people will say no. But the reality is that we're all biased. And most of us will offend somebody racially, mostly unintentionally. And we have to accept uh, that we can be racially offensive and not be a racist. I think a lot of people think that if they accept the fact that they were racially offensive, that they are also agreeing to being a racist. And with that mentality, you'll never be able to accept that you can be wrong, so you'll never learn. But if you can accept that you can be racially offensive and not be a racist at the same time, I could say something to you very innocently or nervously or ask a dumb question. I'm not trying to be mean-spirited, but it hurt you or offended you or rubbed you wrong. That doesn't mean I'm a racist, but it does mean I need to learn. And this book is designed to point that out to people It is not a book about not being racist. It's a book about how to be honoring in this racially divided culture. 
We're talking with Miles McPherson on SWS Radio today, and he's played with the San Diego Chargers, and he leads a rock church in San Diego. And we're talking about honoring people who come from a different worldview, come from a different narrative, who come from different social backgrounds and racial backgrounds. But Miles, what was your experience growing up seeing division and prejudice in the 70s and the 80s? Yeah, I grew up in a black neighborhood, went to school the first eight years of my life in a white neighborhood. And because I have a white grandmother, I have light brown skin. So I got criticized in the white neighborhood because I wasn't white. I got criticized in the black neighborhood because I wasn't black enough. So I got it on both sides of the tracks. However, I had friends in both neighborhoods that didn't know each other. And I was hearing them talk about each other based on their perspective. And they were both wrong because they didn't know the other person. But I did. And so I've always seen it. And even on my football teams, you know, we had black and white mostly on all the football teams. We got along. We played. We won together. We lost together. We fought as brothers together. So I've seen it work. Uh, But I also seen the culture deteriorate. And all my life, there's been racial division. And so when I wrote this book, I said, you know, I want to give people solutions on how to get along and write it in a way that's honoring to the reader, honoring to the reader's perspective and maybe natural ignorance because they just haven't had certain experiences and don't know certain people. And I wanted to help people understand their blind spots and how they can love and get along with people who are different than them. I mean, imagine you're a business person or you're a salesperson. If you can get along better with people who you're interacting with, you're going to do better in your business. You're going to be a better pastor, a better Christian, a better cousin, a better neighbor. It's so interesting, Miles, because if I grew up in suburban America in the Midwest and someone else grows up in the inner city and comes from a different experience, a lot of times we'll say, oh, they're not like me or they don't understand what I've been through or they don't see the world that I do or they don't look at the Bible like I do. What do we got to do just to kind of push through all that to get to the honor and get past the stigmas of what I think about the world? I think those assumptions about people We have to believe that everyone does have a different experience and everyone does see life differently. There's a term in sociology called social narrative. It's the story of your life and that how that story shapes how you see the world. And so what you just described is that person who grew up in the the city had a different experience than someone who grew up in the mountains. And by the way, that person who grew up in the city has a different social narrative than the person right around the street because they have a different family, they had different pains. And to honor someone is to acknowledge that and to believe that and want to learn about it and not just dismiss it. And so a lot of times we look at people and we think just because they're different than us, that's their problem. But to honor someone says, I want to understand what your experience is and I want to understand how it has affected you. Because a lot of times we assume that the way we've experienced the world is the right way or the way everyone should see it and that everyone else is wrong. And so the honor someone is become a learner and a listener. When you meet somebody who's different, you automatically subconsciously impose on them assumptions you have about them based on the way they look, the way they talk, the way they dress. And sometimes those things come so quick you can't stop them, but you can challenge those thoughts. And so that's how you honor someone saying, listen, I'm not going to let my assumptions about you dominate how I see you because I don't even know you. I want to let, let you self-disclose to me who you are. And that's one of the ways we honor people. Current events. Cutting edge. Faith. It's, it's awesome. Encouragement on the go. <laughs> it's the SOS Radio Podcast. I was just listening and you're talking about the racial identity. Yeah. My mother is from Costa Rica and my father is from Palestine. He was born in Nazareth in 1946. 
and we always put down for our schools that uh, we were Latinos. And I just recently got a copy of my birth certificate, and on it it shows my father identified as being Caucasian and my mother as being Caucasian. And I just thought it's the craziest thing initially, but then after everything is said and done, I get to a certain extent the consensus of trying to find out how many of this kind of race and that kind of race, if there's a true intent of trying to get equality. However, every aspect of division in this country is a way to control us. And bottom line, even though I don't like labels, the, the best thing I can say is I'm Christian and I'm definitely a work in progress. But other than that, <laughs> I've never really been truly able to identify myself as either Palestinian or Costa Rican, nor even American, because I got you know issues from different sides of different races coming at me for different reasons. For me, it has nothing to do with the race. Coming from a biracial background can really affect your personal identity, and it can change the way you look at the world. And we're talking to author and pastor Miles McPherson today on SWS Radio. And Miles, for kids like you who have come from a biracial background, who are really struggling with a sense of belonging, how do we speak into situations like that so they can move forward with hope? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. I tell you what helped me when I got saved and realized that I was God's son, and then that God just made me a unique, nice shade of brown. <laughs> uh, it is. It is a challenge because you're going to meet certain people that look like you, but really, what culture are you identifying with? Because in every culture, there are different shades of brown, and so it is a challenge. But you know, once you get a group of friends that love you for who you are and you identify with that culture, you just got to kind of deal with that as you grow up. It's so interesting in our culture right now where you come from a place where you say, yeah, I'm mostly white or I'm mostly African-American or I'm mostly Mexican, but then you realize your cousins and your aunts and uncles and everybody kind of has a mix and you start dating other people that have a little different skin tone and then your kids are there and you still identify a certain way, but your kids sort of feel like, I'm not really sure where I fit in. I, I look this way, but I feel a different way and my family sees it this way, but my friends are this way and then the neighborhood I live in. It's so strange right now finding people that are going to love you for who you are is the key because what identifies us is not necessarily the color of our skin but it's the character of our heart and the relationships we have because you can have people who are caucasian but they grow up in a black culture and vice versa so it's really how are you identifying and connecting with people in your heart but this book is going to empower people to look at people who are different and say, listen, I'm going to learn how to honor you better, get along with you better. And when I see people on TV who are different, I'm not going to have the same assumptions. I'm going to have a more honoring assumption about them and be willing to learn about people. Thanks for streaming our podcast. Our SOS radio team is always experimenting with new things. By financially supporting the music and conversation in our podcast, you're helping it grow. I use the SOS radio app when I'm working. I love the fact that there are no ads, there's no pop-ups, and I can listen to Scott Harold's podcast. I made a $20 gift to help keep the music commercial-free. You can make a donation to help grow the podcast at sosradio.net or inside the SOS radio app.